Welcome to Checkpoint's Emerging Tech Podcast, where every week you can tune in to hear new developments and innovations in Checkpoint's Emerging Tech. Hello all, and thank you for joining us. In today's session, we will discuss the challenges of securing the endpoint and how Checkpoint, award-winning Sandblast agent, approaches these challenges. Your speaker for this session is Nathan Shuhami. The Vice President of Emerging Technologies. Hi, Nathan. You have the floor. Good morning, everybody. Uh, this is Nathan. And uh, in today's session, I'm going to focus on the Sandblast agent. I'm going to introduce several new and exciting capabilities that became available uh, recently uh, that would uh, make our Sandblast agent the best advanced threat prevention solution to protect endpoint devices. So what do we have on the agenda? The agenda includes a very quick and brief uh, introduction into the threat landscape. I'm going to elaborate on why organizations should protect their endpoint devices against zero-day threats, even if they have the best zero-day threat solution on their network. I'm going to um, elaborate on what types of attacks endpoint devices are susceptible to. And then I'm going to obviously elaborate on our Sandblast agent and its advanced capabilities, a bit competitive analysis. And so obviously, uh, speaking about the threat landscape, it described the evolution of threats from the early 90s with the introduction of the virus and then the antivirus as Gen 1 type of attacks, moving to attacks on networks. When Checkpoint uh, invented and introduced the firewall, uh, the early 2000 attacks on uh, on applications uh, and the communication between end users and applications over the network and uh, the IPS was Gen 3 uh, uh, security protection product. And uh, in the last 10 years, uh, attackers moved to using payloads in files. And this is when the sandbox became an effective, obviously a second generation sandbox like Sandblast, a very effective uh, solution to protect against Gen 4 type of attacks. In the last two to three years, we started experiencing what we call fifth generation Gen 5 type of attacks. And what are the main characteristics of those attacks, Gen 5? So, first of all, we are speaking about attacks at, at a very large scale, attacks that uh, will affect many countries in some cases, global attacks um, and attacks that will uh, affect many, many verticals and industries, you know, consumers and enterprises. In uh, very often, those uh, the attackers are going to rely and leverage uh, state-grade um, type of uh, of uh, exploits uh, that were uh, researched and invented by cyber agencies. NotPetya and WannaCry, very good exa two examples of uh, uh, leveraging uh, ex exploits that were developed by the NSA and got stolen by the Shadow Broker Group and became available to the attackers. So very sophisticated attacks. Damages are going to be devastating. In the case of uh, NotPetya, the, the attacker was uh, uh, targeting the destruction of the Ukrainian economy and obviously the collateral damage to Western companies like FedEx and Merck and Maersk uh, were uh, uh, quite devastating. And most importantly, because we are speaking about sophisticated attacks, attackers may try to leverage more than just one attack surface 
to penetrate into the the into the corporate asset. Speaking about surfaces, we are speaking about an attack that will involve uh, the network uh, uh, or the cloud or any combination of the surfaces that you see here. And obviously, the uh, the presentation is going to focus on the endpoint attack surface. So why protecting the, the endpoint, de endpoint devices is very important, even if the organization is investing a lot in protecting the network. So first of all, the, the notion of, of remote employees today, almost all organizations all around the globe will encourage employees to uh, uh, get to, to be connected and, and use their endpoint devices if the, even when they are not in the office working from home connected to their own Wi-Fi, working from a coffee shop, and then unless uh, the employee is forced to work through a VPN, which is not a common practice, obviously whatever the organization has on the network will not protect uh, the employee when they are using endpoint devices outside of the network, so I can read my emails, either personal or corporate email, and I can get a malicious attachment. And the sandbox the organization is using on the network is not going to, to block the attack. Lateral movement, if for whatever reason one endpoint devices got infected, uh, let's say uh, uh, when it was used outside of the, of the network by uh, a sysadmin that uh, by mistake or, or intentionally was using a USB stick with a malicious file on it, then once the endpoint gets back to the network using lateral movement, horizontal movement, uh, for example, leveraging the SMB or, or the SIFS protocol, uh, other uh, endpoint devices can get infected. And since most organizations do not micro-segment to a level of one single endpoint, whatever the organization has on the network is not going to block infection through lateral movement. Today, with the level of sophistication, we see there are some very advanced and sophisticated attacks that the only way to detect them is during runtime on the endpoint device itself. They may be successful in uh, bypassing even the most advanced sandboxes. Obviously, I'm not even speaking about signature-based solution. So there is a need for an endpoint agent that will uh, monitor the, the memory of the endpoint device uh, and other be behavioral aspects to identify those advanced attacks during runtime on the endpoint itself. And last but not least, and this is not an attack uh, uh, per se, but uh, the, the need to do forensics and, and to collect evidence and, uh, uh, and tracks and traces on the endpoint leveraging an EDR agent, this is another type of a product that has to be installed on the endpoint itself, focusing only on the network, will not allow us to collect all of the required information. So what, uh, when attackers are trying to, to attack employees, especially uh, when they are outside of the office, but not necessarily when they are outside of the office, we can divide the attacks into two types. The first type involved only social engineering, and surprisingly enough, this would represent the vast majority of the threats. 50% of the threats will uh, uh, involve only social engineering, which means no injection of any file, malicious files or malicious code to, to the endpoint would be involved. We are speaking only about uh, attackers uh, uh, trying to convince employees to uh, surrender their credentials, 
uh, in order to move to uh, to move to a, a account takeover type of an attack um, by stealing their their credential and investing in in sophisticated social engineering, mimicking legit uh, websites uh, or legit communication to convince us uh, that we are uh, browsing to the legit website so we can safely. Uh, give up and key in our credential, 50%. 35% of the attacks will involve a malware, primarily uh, a download of a malicious file, it can be a zero date, can be a known file, uh, that will eventually get uh, execution privileges on the endpoint uh, to encrypt the endpoint or to move laterally and steal information from the organization. Not too many people know that despite the fact that uh, zero-day social engineering represents the vast majority of, of the threats on the organization, almost all endpoint players would focus only on uh, the malware side, while zero-day social engineering and phishing attempts, today no other vendor but Checkpoint offers a, a good solution, an effective solution to the biggest and most dangerous problem. So let's start with the zero-day social engineering. So what we will see is either very generic attacks, phishing attacks, where the attacker is going to send millions of, uh, of emails to millions of, uh, of consumers with the hope that some of them will eventually surrender their credentials. It can be either an attempt to steal credential to uh, uh, all kinds of uh, social media and personal applications, because attackers know that very often we will repurpose personal credentials in corporate applications, or this can be uh, um, uh, attempts to steal credential to our bank account uh, and other more meaningful applications that can allow the attacker to leverage those credentials uh, either as a means to a next step uh, or to simply uh, uh, steal funds. These can be very targeted attacks, spear phishing attacks, when the attacker may target a CFO of an organization or a specific organization, all employees in a specific organization. So in that case, the investment in social engineering in, and in mimicking the right behavior uh, and, and, and the lookalike of the correspondence and website, are, uh, the, the work is going to be uh, much more diligent. And we are also familiar with the, the notion of whaling attacks. This is when the attacker will invest in trying to uh, steal credential and hack into, uh, for example, the email account of a C-level manager in the organization. As an example, a CFO may get an email allegedly from the CEO asking the CFO to uh, wire funds to uh, a specific, a new vendor in the organization, and obviously behind the scene, this is the attacker pretending to be the CEO uh, because he managed, he or she managed to hack into the personal email account of the CEO. As explained, 50% of the threats, no malware, only sophisticated zero-day social engineering. What do I mean by zero-day social engineering? So the existing solution to deal with uh, with uh, phishing and um, with credential theft and, and social engineering 
uh, are the following. Either the anti-spam the organization is using, but today, uh, very often, the anti-spam, which is going to deal with known uh, anomalies, will not be sufficient. And we all know that attackers may send us the link uh, using social media channels, uh, like the chatter of Facebook, even the chatter of Salesforce.com, uh, other instant messages and, uh, uh, and, and personal emails that are not going to be protected by the anti-spam of the organization. And of course, the URL filtering that will protect us from accessing the website that the spam message is pointing to. But then again, if this is a brand new website with no reputation, uncategorized, unless the organization policy is to prevent employees from accessing uncategorized website, but this is going to uh, result in, in a lot of false positive, then uh, uh, we websites that were established only an hour ago and then attacker immediately sent a batch of 100 million spam messages, then the URL filtering will not block us or employees from getting to the website that will ask for their credential. And for that reason, organizations definitely need uh, an advanced dynamic uh, solution that is going to protect them against 50% of the threats, those zero-day social engineering attempts. And we are speaking about a solution that will uh, execute during runtime on the browser itself when the employee is trying to access the malicious website and when they are uh, trying to key in their credential. So Checkpoint is the only vendor that offers a, a very uh, effective uh, endpoint agent with a specific module against zero-day social engineering attacks. This is the zero phishing module of the Sandblast agent. Uh, most of you know the way it works, but as an example, here I just got an email allegedly from Microsoft asking me to update my Office 365 credentials. Uh, I'm clicking on the link. Uh, and then I'm getting to the website. It's obviously a, a false website. Uh, and then you can see that the Sandblast agent is now analyzing the website based on dynamic elements, not only based on reputation, on also uh, elements like title similarity, visual similarity, and if the verdict, which is given in seconds, is this is a phishing, zero-day phishing site, then employees will not be able to surrender their credential. Another very important side of uh, uh, the way we fight uh, social engineering is indeed the fact that the Sandblast Agent Zero Phishing will also allow the organization to identify when employees are repurposing their personal, uh, uh, their uh, corporate credential for personal applications. This is the other side of, uh, of, uh, of phishing and social engineering. Attackers know that many individuals do not want to memorize more than one set of username and password, and therefore they will try to hack into our personal applications, steal our credentials, and then try them on the corporate uh, network or perimeter. And the, the uh, Semblance agent with its uh, zero uh, phishing module can identify those attempts and either alert uh, to the security department on the fact that employees repurpose corporate credential or block it altogether. So just to summarize that element, 50% of the, the threat would involve 
zero-day social engineering. Today, no other vendor offers, endpoint vendor offers, an effective way to combat zero-day social engineering attempts. Only the Sandblast agent, only Checkpoint, with the, our zero-phishing module would provide the organization with a very effective solution. Let's move to the remaining 35%. Again, it's not that I'm underestimating those 35%. Definitely a, a, a large chunk of the threat on endpoint devices would involve malware. Malware can be spread to the endpoint surface through many, many vectors. So either my corporate or personal email, I can either download a malicious attachment when I'm opening a personal email sent to me to my Gmail account at home, to my checkpoint endpoint device, or to my corporate account. Same goes when I browse the internet. I may get a link in a personal email sent to me that will point me to a website that will include a drive-by exploit, an executable that will leverage a, a vulnerability in my browser, and then a malware will get injected into my, my endpoint device when I'm at home. If I'm sharing files, if I'm using Box or Dropbox, uh, then one of the files that I'm downloading may be malicious. We spoke about phishing and social engineering attempts on the endpoint device, 50% of the threat, and they also attacks using involving many in the middle uh, attempts and so forth. The motivation of the attacker when they when they do when they inject the malware to my endpoint can vary as well. We are speaking about either a malware that will then crawl on the network using lateral movement to steal sensitive information from a file server uh, on the network on on the data center that may include PII. Uh, social uh, uh, security information, credit card information. Uh, it can create damage and encrypt endpoint, endpoint devices asking for ransom, or it can be a wiper that will erase uh, uh, important information inside the organization. It can be a malware that will take over any endpoint device and servers in the organization to, uh, to leverage the uh, CPU power of those endpoint devices to participate in crypto mining a, a chain of, uh, of endpoint devices and so forth and so on. Today the uh, uh, solutions or endpoint uh, uh, providers uh, will offer one or a combination of the following three approaches to deal uh, uh, and protect against malware uh, that is sent to the endpoint. So starting with the most traditional approach, this is uh, the good old signatures. Uh, obviously, the advantage is that uh, uh, the detection is, is very fast, milliseconds, because it is based on signature. However, it will, and it blocks very effectively uh, known malware. About 60% of the malware is known. But then when it comes to zero-day attacks, uh, unknown malware, then of course, a signature-based solution will not, will not protect. Uh, and uh, another uh, 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 downside is the fact that uh, there is a need to constantly update the agent uh, with, with new signatures. Then the, the next approach, uh, which is often called in the market next generation AV, uh, we are speaking about on-device inspection, so not, not relying on signature, but developing an engine that will 
utilize all kinds of sophisticated algorithms to analyze the, the, uh, either the, the files or the behavior on the endpoint to make a quick decision whether they are legit or malicious. The advantage is, again, very quick uh, uh, time to verdict. It can work offline. Uh, 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 most solutions do not rely primarily on, on signature update. We are speaking about solutions like uh, Silence, which offers static analysis of, of files, or CrowdStrike and Sentinel-1 that will do behavioristic and heuristic analysis on the endpoint. However, uh, uh, and despite the excellent marketing that those uh, next-gen AV vendors uh, uh, are doing, uh, that are quite effective with, the, with the many uh, uh, customers, it is our job to educate customers that at the end of the day, scientifically, when you do a real and, and serious test, basically those on-device solutions cannot provide the same level of security uh, to what the traditional AVA engines used to deliver. Uh, the problem is primarily false positive. On the average, if you want to get a very high uh, detection rate, then you sacrifice uh, in false positive rate anywhere between 8 to 10%. Silence is a good example, up to 10% false positive. If you want to reduce the false positive rate to you know, maximum of 0.5%, uh, then you pay in high rate of false negative. And therefore, as a matter of, uh, of fact, organizations, if they want to enjoy a high level of uh, protection on their endpoint devices, uh, they cannot replace a signature-based solution with an, a next-generation AV. We need to explain this to customers. We are absolutely supporters of using traditional AV, but augmenting it with zero-day capabilities. Which leads me to the third approach, and this is using a sandbox. So actually offloading the file to primarily a cloud-based sandbox and emulating the file in order to get a verdict. Advantage is that uh, the concept of a sandbox, unlike on-device analysis, is probably the best approach and it will result in the highest detection rate and the lowest false positive rate. And as you know, not all sandboxes are alike, but uh, a sandbox like Sandblast uh, uh, with our evasion-resistant uh, Flash Push Forward, Cadet, and many other engines will deliver the highest detection with the lowest false positive. But the deficiency of a sandbox is the fact that it will take anywhere between two minutes to 10 minutes, in some rare cases, to deliver a verdict. And it needs to be, the endpoint needs to be connected to send files uh, to the cloud in order to get emulated. So just to summarize what's available today, a next-gen AV cannot replace a traditional AV by itself. It will not deliver the required results. Sandbox offers a, a much better detection rate with a much lower false positive rate compared to a next-gen AV on-device analysis. And as you can see, when it comes to sandboxes that are available, we all know, and the NSS labs, both BDS, Bridge Detection System, and BPS, Bridge Prevention System, uh, shows clearly that uh, the Sandblast would offer the best detection results. But as, exp as explained, because 
sandboxes, despite their great capabilities to identify zero-day threats, zero-day malware, they they are also they would also suffer from the fact that the the verdict is not in in milliseconds or seconds. It may take several minutes. The question is, what can we do and how can we bridge the gap? And uh, now I would like to introduce a relatively new capability uh, of the Sandblast agent, which we call zero-day signatures. So it's basically harnessing the advantages of a signature and the benefit of a, a sandbox, the best sandbox in the market, Sandblast, leveraging the power of our network uh, Sandblast user the power of the network Sandblast uh, community through our threat cloud. So by now, and it, you know, it took us several years to reach that level, we have global customers that will use Sandblast on their networks to emulate millions of unique files on a daily basis, million malware detection daily, the verdict of that uh, detection in, on our Sandblast uh, uh, threat emulation would be shared in a matter of seconds with the entire community, not only the Sandblast network users, but also the Sandblast agent users. So we are speaking here about a very effective machine that will generate in real time millions of signatures every day, representing unique files, unique malware that got detected detected and analyzed automatically in the best sandbox that is currently available in the market. Zero-day signatures, guys, that's a, a, that's a novelty. This is something that is not available by any other solution. Daily inputs from network traffic across 150,000 gateways. We have a very extensive geographical spread, so the database of signature that is being updated automatically on a real-time basis represent threats on a global basis. Remember Gen 5 type of attacks, we are speaking about global attacks, best security, the database is being updated on a real-time basis, and it is leveraging the best sandbox in, in, in the market. And today we are speaking about one of the largest global cybersecurity community uh, uh, sharing is caring that will protect uh, endpoint a customer of checkpoint. Let's move to a quick competitive analysis. So traditional uh, endpoint vendor that came from the signature world are well known, Symantec, McAfee, Sophos, Trend Micro, and uh, many other. On device inspection, inspection next-gen AV, uh, silence and cried strike, but uh, recently we saw Palo Alto with traps entering into that space. Uh, carbon black, uh, uh, but also the Sandblast agent we have introduced in the last uh, uh, six months and engines on the uh, Sandblast uh, uh, agent that will do behavioral analysis uh, and anti and, and exploit analysis on the device itself. Vendors that offer some sort of sandboxing capabilities, uh, Symantec to a very limited extent, McAfee with ATD, which you know behind the scene is a very low-level sandbox, some limited capabilities of TrendMicro, not considered a, a leader in the sandboxing space. FireEyes is considered a, a leader, but their endpoint offering is very limited. 
and Palo Alto we traps, but we all know that uh, wildfire is a very low level uh, sandbox. On the EDR side, uh, uh, these are the main players, uh, Tanium, FireEye, Cyberis, and Carbon Black, and uh, quite recently, uh, CrowdStrike as well. And there is also some convergence in the market. Uh, players on, from the traditional side are also moving and trying to catch up, moving uh, to the uh, on-device inspection and into the EDR inspection uh, to allow them to maintain their, their install base that was eaten in the last two years by the next-gen and EDR players. Sandblast Agent is revolutionary because it augments and integrates all of those approaches together with the zero phishing and zero-day signatures that are available only from checkpoints. So in terms of the Sandblast Agent, as explained, it does offer behavioral capabilities with the anti-exploit and the anti-ransomware. It offers EDR capabilities. It is relying primarily on the best sandbox in the market. And the fact that we, we are the only vendor with the zero phishing, dealing with 50% of the threats, uh, zero-day social engineering. And in the last several months, the addition of zero-day signature the fact that the Sandblast agent will consult with our threat cloud that is being fed by millions of emulation on a real-time basis from all of our network customers offers the benefit of the uh, uh, sandbox detection rate, however, with no delays. Uh, our approach, as explained, is to add the Sandblast agent, the following capability to the existing AV that they are currently using. Once they understand they will get better security, it will be even easier and cheaper for them to save them the need from ripping and replacing their existing AV on tens of thousands of endpoint devices. However, if they are interested in uh, uh, consolidating several agents into one single agent, this is something that we can offer. We can add anti, the anti-malware capabilities of the endpoint complete together with a layer of data protection and access protection. Let's elaborate. So the traditional endpoint offering that we have, Checkpoint has data protection with the FDE and media encryption, document encryption, document access control and port protection, together with access control and secure communication with the endpoint firewall, application control, the compliance blade, uh, two types of VPN, and of course the anti-malware that we OEM that will offer three layers of traditional security for those who would like to consolidate. However, the advanced threat prevention capabilities to protect the endpoint surface against zero-day social engineering attempts and zero-day malware uh, with the Sandblast agent, advanced prevention capabilities that will work both online and offline together with very strong EDR capabilities, the most comprehensive and complete, and at the end of the, the day, the best protection that an endpoint device of a corporate could get. So just to summarize, 50% of the problem, zero-day social engineering is not protected by any of the existing endpoint player. They cannot prevent zero-day social engineering-based attacks. When it comes to the 35% malware 
It requires a comprehensive and integrated solution that will leverage several technologies. However, sandboxing is the best approach, but when it comes to the time it takes to, to deliver a verdict, with our zero-day signatures, where we leverage the power of our unique community, being one of the largest sandbox providers in the world, we can allow our endpoint user to benefit the, uh, the, the threat cloud database of IOCs that is being updated on a real-time basis, offering global coverage uh, with, the, with the ability to deliver a verdict immediately. The result is going to be the highest level of security, leveraging our Sandblast network community. We definitely believe that cybercrime can be prevented. We definitely believe that the endpoint surface, together with the network and the cloud and mobile devices, should be protected by one single comprehensive solution, which is Sandblast. So thank you very much, guys. I appreciate your time. Bye-bye. Thank you, Nathan. This was truly interesting and very exciting. Tune in next week for more innovative lecture.